Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. I'm going to start with the background information first. I'm a young woman, my home country is the Netherlands, and I felt the need to share this if just to prevent other young women from being in the same situation themselves. Last year, when I turned 18, myself and two other friends had a little get-together and kind of planned to go out that night. One of my friends was active on Tinder at the time and had been chatting with an 18-year-old guy named Jens. This guy asked if we'd like to come to meet him at this bar in Utrecht. And we were thinking, yeah, why not? Free alcohol, hot guy, seems fun. We get ready, take a train, and within 15 minutes, we're in the city. We stopped at some stores and a restaurant before we arrived at the bar. We go in and sit on those high chairs, you know the ones. We didn't immediately see the guy from Tinder, so we sat and waited for about 15 minutes before my friend gets a message that says that Jens is running late. So we wait some more, order a few Cokes, My friend tried to message the guy, but messages went unanswered. After a while, this guy, who we noticed had been sitting at the bar pretty much the whole time, asked us if he could buy us a drink. This man was 30, maybe 35, but there were three of us, and after all, we came to get a free drink. So we agreed, and he ordered us shots. We continued our conversation, and when we finished the shots, he kept the drinks coming. At some point, he joined us at our table, came to sit with us, and engaged with our conversation. Then, later all of us moved to a lounge in the corner of the bar. We were all kind of tipsy at this point and generally enjoying ourselves. This went on for maybe a few hours. We spoke about a lot of topics, from foods and our favorite music artists, but at some point, the conversation took a turn. He began asking sexually tinted questions, and because this man was not hot at all, rather ugly by the way, we didn't like that. I felt a little too tipsy, and knew that I needed some water, so I headed up to the bar and asked the bartender for some. When I did, she looked at me with an air of seriousness, and advised me that we could absolutely not go home with this man that we were sitting with. She said that it was a rather common occurrence for a young woman to happen into the bar, sit for a while, obviously get stood up, and then this supposedly nice man, who was a regular there, would buy them a drink, get them as drunk as possible, and then ask them to go home with him. That happened to be the man that we were sitting with. I didn't make a connection right away, but 
I understood that this man was not as nice as he was letting on. When I got back to our table, I told my friends that I wanted to go home, and they all happened to agree. We were trying to say goodbye, but the guy kept pressuring us to have another drink or head to another bar. He said he had Bacardi for us at his home and asked if we wanted some. He kept pressuring and pressuring and literally walked out with us from the bar. I freaked out and thought the man was going to follow us home, but eventually he did walk into another bar and we went ahead and took our train back home. The next day, when my senses had returned, I realized what had happened. I told my friend what the bartender had said and when my friend tried to contact the Tinder profile, she found out that she had been blocked. I'm 100% sure that that man, who coincidentally was there to get friendly with us when we got stood up, was that supposed 18-year-old from Tinder. I think about what could have happened if we were to have gone home with him. I'm happy that there were three of us, because I don't know what could have happened if I or any of my friends were alone. For every young girl in the Netherlands out there, if you stumble across a Tinder account under the name Jens, don't be too quick to meet them. I believe he lives in Utrecht, as he asked us to walk with him for the Bacardi. If you happen to get stood up, and a white man about 35 years old with short dark blonde hair and uneven eyebrows offers you a drink, don't accept. Just leave. I want to tell you all of an experience that I had back in March of 2021 that still bothers me to this day. I'm from the Tampa, St. Petersburg area of Florida and came across the cutest little beach access at Upham Beach that never closed and they never removed the beach chairs that had been put up. I had been once or twice late at night with friends so I thought it was totally safe. I wanted to take my girlfriend so one night on a full moon we both went and were just chilling, having a good time. There was a group of guys about a thousand feet from us partying, but eventually they left and we were left completely alone. The full moon illuminated the sky beautifully that night. My girlfriend and I, both women, 21 at the time, were hanging out on the beach chairs when I decided that I wanted to go see the water. She told me to be careful and that it was dark down there. The beach chairs were maybe about 20 feet away from the shoreline. I told her I'd be fine and went to watch the waves, which were especially loud this night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. My girlfriend was just messing around on her phone and I was watching the water. About two minutes into being down there, I had a feeling that I needed to check in with her. So I looked up to see her screaming my name and waving her hands trying to get my attention. I looked to the left of me and across the way, there was a man in a dark hoodie staring at me. I had no idea where he came from, because I was just alone a moment ago. I started running up the sand dune to get back to my girlfriend at the beach chairs. 
and she tells me that that man came running from the parking lot, full force, until he realized that she was sitting there too. The guy followed us up to the section of chairs and was just staring at us from the other side of them, with an eerie stillness about him. No one made a single move or made a peep, and we could feel his piercing eyes burning into us. We both felt like he was making a decision in his mind whether or not he should continue whatever it was that he came for. It felt like forever, and he was looking at us like we were prey. But realistically, he had only been standing there for maybe 30 seconds before he simply rushed away. So many scenarios flooded through our heads, and we both felt in true danger for our lives. But absolutely petrified, we stayed in our places as we tried to regain our wits. We ran to our car and called the police once we could, who we never heard anything back from. We've collectively remembered this evening many times together, and both agree that if this was all a big misunderstanding, and he never meant us any harm, he would have said something or apologized when we were cornered at the chairs. The way he looked at us, and the vibes that we got from him that night, can't even imagine what his intent was. Thank God my girlfriend got the feeling to look up from her phone when she did and see him coming at me before it was too late. I have searched countless web pages and articles for incidents like this near the area and I've never found any other experiences like mine. All I know, that's my last time going to that beach at night, alone or otherwise. I definitely advise others to stay away from this place as well still makes my stomach crawl just thinking about it. A few days ago, my girlfriend and I were on the home stretch of a big road trip with our dog. As it had been a while since we last stopped, we pulled into a rest stop off the freeway to stretch our legs and let the doggo have a bathroom break. When we pulled into the rest stop, there were no cars but three big semi-trucks parked in a line. Immediately, my girlfriend got out to go into the restroom. I leashed up the dog and stood next to the car. And as she was walking towards the entry door, I thought I heard someone yell from behind me. I turn around and, to my surprise, it was a trucker in the driver's seat of his truck with the window rolled down, trying to get my attention. Now, I'm generally pretty friendly towards all people, whether they seem shady or not. I'm also generally willing to lend a hand, help someone out if they need it. Behind me in the truck was an older gentleman, large with gray hair and thick glasses. His truck was so loud I couldn't hear what he was saying so I yelled back, what? The trucker yelled something inaudible three more times as I had to repeat, what? While shaking my head and holding up my hands to inform him that I couldn't hear him. At this point, he seemed visually annoyed that I hadn't taken no further effort to hear what he had to say. Okay, that may be understandable. I wanted to see what the deal with this guy was, so I walked halfway between the car and the passenger side of his truck. What did you say? I asked. Can you help me look for my phone? I lost it somewhere, the trucker said. At this point, I was caught super off guard. As this had all unfolded within the 30 to 45 seconds since we had parked at the rest stop. To me, it was weird that a trucker was asking a random person stopping here to help look for their phone. 
but maybe he just wanted me to call it. Where did you lose it at? I asked. I lost it in my truck. Can you come up here and help me look for it? The trucker replied in a rather unnerving tone. In that moment, I was absolutely sketched out. I thought I was about to be abducted. Phone call I could do, but no way was I about to get into the trucker's cab to help look for his phone. Yeah, no, I said sternly but half-heartedly, as I almost thought this guy was joking with me. After a few moments, the trucker then says, You're not going to help me look for it? My adrenaline was pumping, so I yelled back, Nah, man, get out of here. In a threatening tone, knowing damn well I had nothing to defend myself with, should something go awry. I put the doggo back into my car and pulled out my phone to pretend I was calling the cops. As he put his truck into drive and slowly inched by before stopping once more. Once again asking if I was going to help him. I screamed, no, the fuck out of here before I call the cops. After that reply, he stepped heavily on the gas and exited the lot towards the freeway. I stood and watched when finally my girlfriend exits the rest stop, wondering why I looked like I just saw a ghost. I don't know if this was an overreaction, but it sketched me out and it gave me that weird feeling in my gut that I would have been dumb to ignore. Can't believe he asked me to get into his truck.